Welcome to Drunk on Comics, episode 214. Linz joins me, and we got on a wild tangent of all the fun, tantalizing tidbits from San Diego Comic-Con. A good majority of what we talked about, however, revolved around trailers. I mean, pretty much San Diego has become less Comic-Con and more social media platform for the industries uh, as as a whole. We did learn some news from television series, um, as well as, as previously mentioned, movies that do involve comic book characters, but also some other ones that are fantasy, Harry Potter, and this and that. So grab a beer, listen to what we learned about San Diego, Drunk on Comics, episode 214, Non-Comic News. Let's get it started. Yeah. Let's get it started. Let's stop before we get sued. That's right. They do that, don't they? Yeah. I don't know how much, though, like, they go after little guys. Like, hell, the other day I put in the Pokemon song. Oh, yeah, for, yeah, you did. For a I mean, if I assume they'd give us a cease and desist, I mean, we're not... We're not big money yet to where they're going to really come after us we're if they li- did. We're zero money. Yeah. We'll go, we'll be like, okay, I can easily edit that out. I thought, put that in. How about this? We'll give you 20% of our profits. <laughs> 20% of zero is a lot of money, 20% people. of negative $300. <laughs> True. Meaning you can give me you some give us money. money now. Ah, uh, shit. Um, yeah, well... Uh, Welcome back. Yes, I'm happy to be back. I Although, yeah, I'm happy to be back. I mean, I do love recording. Like, it was one of the things I was going to say is, like, man, doing this every single week, like, trying to make sure that we have a weekly podcast can be tough sometimes. It can be super tough, Scouring yes. the internets for tidbits, um, just, I don't know, setting up interviews for other times. There's a lot of stuff that gets involved with this that I encourage anyone to do it, but... You need to have the forethought of you're going to be doing this, and when you want to go have some fun and play, you need to make sure that you have... All your bases yep, covered. And thank you guys for covering the bases when I was out having some fun... Uh, fun in the sun on the river. Booze and tubes, and yeah, I was having fun. Uh, I think I died a little bit. I mean, besides the sun, which always kills me. Well, you're not very sunburned. It doesn't look like it. Yeah, um, not too sunburnt. Uh, the biggest thing is, uh, I drink a lot. Right. I mean, who? I mean, when don't I drink a lot? That's to be expected. The biggest thing is, I drink uh, not only. Um, so I, I like my drink of choice is uh, Bacardio now called Bacardi Tangerine. Oh, okay. The orange one with with. Uh, Powerade? Yeah. The single guy. Powerade. Remember, yeah. we named yep. it and for you. <laughs> I mean, it, it does. It, it doesn't give me a hangover. Uh, so I brought up two fifths, um, oh. which I went through one each day. Okay. Um, then, uh, beyond that, the the bag of 
well, boxed wine, but oh. it's, yes. you take the box out and it's a bag. Yes. And it's called slapping the bag. You, you take a couple <laughs> shots, see who can go the longest without, and then you slap the bag. Um, so did some of that. Uh, just the random beer drinking around. Um, oh, yeah. And then uh, we had some fireball when we did tubing one day, canoeing the other. Uh, passing out fireball. I mean, that's a simple, but I don't understand why I drink that shit still. It's so bad. It t- Yeah, is, I used to love it, and now it's like, it's I, too I could, much. I never loved it. I used to be able to stand it. Now it's right. just like, but then I can't say no to booze. Um, <laughs> well, we found your problem. <laughs> what killed me was sitting around the fire uh, Saturday night, and when the half gallons were going around, of everything, and there was like four different kinds. I'm not a vodka person, but it was Polish vodka. So, hey, you why not drink get some... Get your heritage yeah. on, yeah. Why did I do that? I don't know. But, oh, the captain's coming around. Sure, I'll have some captain and diet. It came around again five <laughs> minutes later. Oh, why not take two pulls of that after already drinking my fifth earlier in the day? Oh, on top Whoa. of that... Uh, playing, uh, what's the, uh, fuck, what's it, um, Relay is a game that, uh, friends, I don't know if they made it up or where they found it, I've never played it before. It takes beer pong, flippy cup, and almost kind of quarters. You have two teams of six people playing on the same table, and you have three cups set up in front of you, and then six cups down at the end, just like beer pong. You take the ball, and you gotta bounce it into one of the three cups, uh, at first, that initiates your turn to then go down the line drinking them, and you got to flip them over like flippy cup. Okay. Once you get done with that, you then have to throw the ball down there and make it in one of those. If you do, then you go down and you get it, and then you hand it off to the next person who already should be filling up their cups to then repeat it. You have a person down there that's a spotter, and then you'll take that spot. Um, you have a side spotter who then you try to block the balls from the other team when they fall off the table. Sounds like it's way too complicated to do when you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, but our team was champions. Yeah, so I bet. Until we let uh, another friend join in who was super wasted that eh, kind of that gave us the handicap. But. Yeah, yeah. So your liver function is uh, is on the low end. Yeah, I'm still after that weekend. Yeah, so. <laughs> I am I am honestly doing a hiatus. I don't know how long that will be. Right. Maybe only a week. Yeah. But uh, it, it Probably was... Probably for the best. So I, I did enjoy Good. being away. Um, but I am back to, to having some fun with you. Because yes. Derek now is taking his vacation. It's like you guys both do awesome Revol- things all the time. Door. I'm super lame. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Hey, you had the uh, enjoyability, though. I guess... Derek, no, because he left around then as well um, after posting. The You got to see all the news live from Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. And I, having no cell phone service, was honestly complaining to some of my friends of, like, there's so much shit going on, and I don't <laughs> get to see it live. My finger's not on the pulse. <laughs> yeah, and that was a little bit uh, sad, but this whole past week I've just been, like, Absorbing. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You um, kind of have to. You can't even really watch that stuff as it comes. I mean, like, you can watch it as it comes out, but you almost have to wait until it's over so you can fully absorb everything mm-hmm. that has come out during the weekend. Because there is a lot. Mostly entertainment news. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, we could get into ad nauseum about the actual comic books. And as will always be said, and pe- many, you know, hardcore fan pe- boys people 
fan peoples. Fan peoples. Fan, wi- good, fan women. Good job, Tony. <laughs> we'll, we'll attest to is yes, Comic Con is no longer just about right. comic books. And in fact, as we've mentioned before, yeah, now with the advent of, of online, most of the comic books, we already know in the previews, we know what's going to happen. Right. So really, them showboating stuff there, it, it's it's not a platform well, it that they need. It doesn't get the um, excitement that movies and, and TV shows and stuff all get yeah. nowadays. So. Yeah. But, you know, they're still there. I mean, we've the still got some still comic book yeah. stuff within the, the yeah, yes. news and the different mediums. Of course. So what's, what's something that you found that you thought was pretty interesting? Well, the the most exciting thing, well, not the most exciting thing, but one of the most exciting things that came out uh, over the weekend, and I don't even know if it was during Comic-Con, but it has come out recently, but Jeff Johns is now the president of DC. Yep, and the created creative chief officer chief of DC creative officer entertainment yes which i think he was that already okay that was the first one yep, and, then, and then they announced which it says that he's apparently been the president since may or something like that and they just didn't announce it yeah i think uh, some insiders kind of knew like that he was kind of be taken over this role right and i say yes right oh yeah for sure i mean i i, I kid you what man he is he is that storyteller. He is that person. I mean, when everyone says, you know, back in the day, Stan Lee and him getting, you know, his accolades now of everything that he did and right. whether talking about Jack Kirby and everything, the same instant stuff. But Stan Lee was the face of that yes. company for so long. And I think Jeff is really the face of DC Entertainment or DC in general. Well, and I think it's important for companies like that to have somebody who is a knowable face to the company instead of somebody who just, you're like, who? Who's, mm-hmm. who's that? Well, that's what kind of, <laughs> like, Marvel, I mean, they have a lot of good writers. Right. Um, but everyone kind of knows Bendis is kind of right. the in-charge person. And, yeah, DC has kind of had that void of one, an architect right. is probably the proper word to say. Someone who oversees... And for them, even, to have someone with, after the failure of Batman vs. Superman, um, having someone not only oversee kind of the comic book side, but more of the entertainment side, is much needed for right. them. I mean, Marvel has Kevin Feige, um, which is works for them. Oh, my he's God. Kind of, you know, he's separate yeah. from the comic book side. DC seems to need to tackle it a little bit differently. Right. Well, yes, because without, I think... The reason why their movies have have not failed, but not maybe done as well <laughs> as they could have, is because they 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 don't have that person in front of their entertainment division like Marvel does. And fuck, he's I mean Jeff Johns, magic fingers. It seems like everything he touches just turns to gold for mm-hmm. DC. So, um, and we'll talk a little bit more about this later. But if you paid attention to any of the trailers that it that came out at San Diego Comic-Con for all the DC stuff. It was awesome. <laughs> well, one one interesting uh, tidbit that I saw of an interview with uh, Jim Lee um, was explaining about Rebirth and how we keep saying this is their, their reboot to the new 52. This is them taking that and finally fixing some of the problems that they did. And he eloquently explains how They've always had a shared universe. Through all the crises and everything, 
they've had these different universes that had parallels that had kind of a few things separately. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've kind of just got them down to 52 of them. Right. But how now trying to incorporate um, the Watchmen into the continuity of everything um, pretty much is kind of just saying that they're just kind of tightening the ship uh, and the mythology and everything uh, definitely defines what it is. But rebooting, this isn't taken away from what the new 52 is. That's actually continuity. And it kind of looks like it is... I guess that was the worst part of what Flashpoint did was it kind of made it a whole new thing where the other uh, crises, they were. They were kind of cleaning house, fixing some things that didn't work here and there. But those all seem to kind of then go from that event in one way where Flashpoint kind of really was... A reboot. It well, I mean yes. that when they know they've said that <laughs> yeah. was a reboot. So yeah. to now say this is not a reboot of New Fifty Two, but this is now just them fixing house and growing yes. it a bit. Um, well, I, and it's less of a. It's definitely less of a reboot and more of like uh, somebody messed up our history and it, we're gonna fix it. But it's still our history. Yeah. Just because our history is shitty doesn't mean it wasn't our history. Yeah, and that's where, like I said, all the other crises didn't kick those things right. to the ground until Flashpoint came. Right. And so they're doing kind of what the whole Secret Wars thing did as well. They cleaned house at Marvel. I, It always comes to one or the other. Who did something first, and yeah. then when will it do? And obviously, they did it first with the other crises, Um so DC's got a nod on that, but... They're rocking it right now. Yeah. They're kicking Marvel's ass. I hate to say it, Marvel. DC's kicking your ass. Well, speaking of Marvel, they're... Well, okay, DC's always kicked their ass in TV shows. It's, that's it's sure. true, yes. <laughs> but um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. might start blowing it, them out of the water. God, I hope so. I, they, I, I still this. remember that first season, and I was kind of turned off. Until the Captain America movie came out. Well, then they started doing more continuity, right. longer story arcs, yes. making it a a show, a series, or yes, not, is that a serials show? I don't know the terminology. It's more or less it continue on on each episode and not just the monster of the week. Right, type. right. So I don't know. It's more story arc and less single issue. Yeah, and they've obviously included Inhumans recently. Right. But now finding out that they actually have some more to work with. They're going to get to work with the OG and humans. Yes. Which is um, exciting. So, uh, so now they can include the royal family yes. on the TV screen. Which kind of... I wonder if this all came about when they kind of started scrapping the movie. Maybe. Because maybe they were going to save those characters for the movie. Mm-hmm. And now that they're not going to do the movie probably... Why? I mean, why not use them? Well, I think uh, a big part of not including them in movie universes, they have so many fucking characters now yeah. to choose from to include that big of an ensemble of a cast. Because that's, in its own right, you have a Captain Mar- uh, America movie, Captain America, maybe a sidekick and bad guy, and then uh, right. stormtroopers to just blow up. Um, you have Thor, who, his brother, a couple other Asgardians... You can kind of uh, pick and choose from which ones you know you have, right. and then a bunch of stormtroopers to blow up. Um, <laughs> I can go on and on it's the list. All the, all Tony the Stark, yeah, you know, <laughs> War Machine, and stormtroopers yeah. blow up. Uh, 
having the Inhumans, you can't just have... Okay, I guess you could have just a Black Bolt movie. Right. But it would de- take away from his, his story, who he is. Well, they're so, they're so connected to each other mm-hmm. because of the way they live. And even their villains are, like, uh, there's a lot of infighting in their family. Yeah. Like, their villains, they all live together. So that movie would really stand apart, I feel, right. from the cinematic universe that they've made. And not only that, but because have they been on Earth this whole time? Obviously, Agent S.H.I.E.L.D. have said that. Fitting them into what they've done. Now, obviously, the show and the movies are connected. Right. But they can kind of say they're a little bit different on the show. I mean, they interact with, but just take care of them yeah. while on the TV show. I got I hope so. Now And then, you know, they confirmed that it's totally going to be Ghost Rider, too, that's in oh, going to be yeah. in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So they're going to have Ghost Rider, and they're totally going to have awesome Inhumans, and it's just, uh, hopefully, it'll, it's a good show. As the Ghost Rider thing um, is interesting because as the dumb thing that they did with Thor, I, it is the one stupid thing I hate is when our technology seems magic to you, but that is what it is. It's just advanced technology, alien technology. We're not gods. We're aliens that are living for, for yeah. Like, no, you guys are fucking Norse gods. Right. Gods have magical powers. And obviously with the new... Um, Doctor Strange is going to be the first introducing magic. I hope they retcon kind of... That there is Or make magic. an inside joke if Thor's... That seems kind of like one of our weaponries. <laughs> what you think weaponry is really magic. <laughs> like, something reversed the whole talk. So, with uh, introducing of Ghost Rider, though, that gets in another realm right. of death and oh, Mephisto yeah. and... Spirit of Vengeance and all that shit. It's going to be awesome. So I hope. So, that's going to be a show that's going to have a lot of not having to wait for big things from the the movie universe to ripple down. Yes, because they do that a lot, and it does change the flow of the show every time there's a movie. And usually for the better. Like you said, in the first Mm -hmm. season, the first half was just not painful, but it was kind of boring. And then when Winter Soldier came out, it got just infinitely better. And I think every time a movie's come out, they've played off of it really well. So it'd be nice for them to maybe give the movie something to play off of instead. Mm-hmm. Besides Coulson being alive. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so um, everyone kind of knows that uh, Agent Carter got canceled. Yeah. And a lot of people were really hoping Netflix would pick it up. And they eventually didn't. Um, but... Uh, the chief uh, content officer uh, over at Netflix kind of explained why. It wasn't from lack of thinking it was a good product or a good show. It's just that Netflix right now is really looking into original content. And you bring something that's already established, you kind of got to work with what has already been established. And it wouldn't really fit their kind of Marvel... Right, their gritty... Yeah. Gritty Marvel properties that they have. Mm -hmm. Well, they've tried to bring in shows that have been canceled... Like, well, Arrested Development, they brought that back as a Netflix original, and it just was not as good. I still loved it, and I'm (laughs) still hoping for more. Please bring more of that. (laughs) Well, but, well, they brought in other shows, too. Yeah, so fuck them. Yeah, because they brought Full House, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, So, shit, I can start naming a bunch of shows that they brought over, so fuck you guys. (laughs) You you guys totally lied to us. You could have took an Agent Carter. You're, they're right, though. It does not fit 
their their the Marvel, Marvel stuff, stuff that they have. For sure, because they're definitely going original on that. And it's uh, Agent Carter is more is more light in its portrayal, probably because it was on network television. So who knows what direction it would go in if it was on something like Netflix? You could take it darker if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I kind of liked her as she was. I wouldn't want to change her. <laughs> that was her appeal. But she got canceled, so who knows? Didn't appeal to enough mm-hmm. people, I guess. Um, some sad news this past week, and this one kind of was near and dear to my heart. Um, Jack Davis, um, legendary cartoonist and illustrator for Mad Magazine, passed away. Yes. And uh, At 91, might I add. So he lived a very full, probably amazing life. Yeah, he... Uh, well, he started working there, and I believe it was 52, um, kind of uh, left um, to do some of his own stuff and everything, but came back, um, also did, like, you know, illustrations for TV Guide and Time, um, made up, you know, some of the poster. He did the iconic uh, National uh, the Le- Animal House. Right. Um, I think if you think about uh, Mad Illustrations, it's probably his... Artwork that you're well, thinking they are of. iconic. I mean, some of those have the minute details. I mean, not just talk about him, but why I love Mad Magazine in general. Besides Spy versus Spy, and <laughs> uh, was always uh, you could see a lot of background imagery in most. Like it looks cool, mm-hmm. but then you can just go down and right. you're like, someone's got a tattoo, and if you took a magnifying glass, like that sort of. They detail. were the king of Easter eggs before yep, Easter eggs yep. were a thing, and and he was definitely a founder of that yes. type of style that Mad had. Plus, I always love the fold-out covers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back. Yeah. No, the the magazine. Uh, I mean, obviously, it was revolutionary for the type of magazine it was because it was going against, you know, your traditional magazines like Time and and stuff like that, and and bringing a a funny a funny look at things. Uh, and, you know, it's probably changed the way media works to this day. So, and he definitely had a lot to do with that, with everything that he well, drew. What was, what was the, um, the thing that, uh, Alfred E. Newman always said, like, it wasn't like, why, it wasn't why so serious. No. <laughs> but didn't he always have, like, a, a quote? He might. Like, oh, it wasn't, no, not why, it, was it what me, what me worry or something? Something like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that's just random trivia. Yep, we're not even sure if that's correct, but it sounds, <laughs> it sounds right. It sounds right. Um, one of the other things that uh, I got really excited about from San Diego Comic Con is they finally announced who's playing Captain Marvel. Who? As if I didn't already know, but <laughs> um, Brie Larson is going to be playing Captain Marvel, and if you guys don't know who she is, she played Envy Adams in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. But she was also uh, she won an Oscar for the movie Room this year, which mm-hmm. was fucking amazing, depressing movie. Well, sh- I mean, she's also been though talked about it yes. like for ever. So that's kind of where I was like. When I heard about this, I was like, wait, haven't they already mentioned this yet? She, because... I know she said, like, a, just a month ago or so, so they must have been talking to her about it, how she wanted to to play Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, I can see it. You know, I, I'm not mad at it. I think she's a great actress, so I know she'll kill it. 
and it'd be really awesome. She's probably going to get super buff yeah. for it and stuff like that. I'm, so. I'm wondering what they're going to kind of... Obviously... Because, like... Uh, <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of, like, is she just, she's just going to come in as... Captain Marvel. Right, is it going to be her origin story? Yeah, she's going to be Miss Marvel, for already Miss Marvel, and then comes, or are they going to skip the whole Miss Marvel right. That's a good part? question. How are they going to build this movie? Yeah. That I is... mean, it's, I'm actually, I honestly, well, they already finished filming, I believe, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. So I would have heard rumors of her being in it. Right, and she just, they just announced. Yeah, but there, maybe they have an actor tri- cameo of maybe. maybe just showing a girl. I mean, because they already kind of have the Kree well, she's in. Really, she's that's really, what I feel it'd be more closer to yeah. dealing with. And she's be really young. Lo- I mean, she's really young looking. Just Brie Larson just looks like she's mm-hmm. probably a lot younger than she actually is, which is awesome for her. But, um, you know, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers has been around for a while. Not saying that Captain Marvel is old, but... She's she's not in her early twenties. Yeah. At this point. Well, and you can take your liberties for all all that said done, um, but it's going to be interesting how they do her and her story, especially because with her being the new Captain Marvel, that's the newest of personas for her. Right. Um, out of any character that's been in the comic books now for a movie person if you know if you catch my drift like black panther's been around for forever doc strange's been around forever their mythos has already been right. where this the is new carol danvers you know Cap- story of being captain marvel is just being freshly made That's true. in yeah. print so are they going to take some of that are they going to go whole sideways or even kind of do an origin of the original captain marvel but then place it on her do, do like a whole green lantern thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That truly is what it was. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, um, some other big things, though, from the the Marvel there was a lot of Easter eggs that they had within some of their uh, their trailers. Um, big thing was uh, people who uh, kind of saw um, and heard about uh, the Ragnarok and got to see the Ragnarok preview um, noticed that uh, the Incredible Hulk, uh, his costume he wears, is more in line with uh, Planet Hulk. Oh, so that has been rumors, and yes. now that puts more flame to the fire for for the rumors there. Awesome. Um, glimpses of the Green Goblin at the end of the Homecoming trailer. Oh, um, and I think uh, oh, one of the villain uh, that they pretty much said uh, Michael B. Jordan will be playing uh, Eric Killmonger. Uh, in Black Panther, so we already we got the bad guy, and then uh, I think the biggest thing that that I learned uh, out of Comic Con for some of these movies because Gardens of the Galaxy love that shit is who uh, Kurt Russell is playing. Everyone has been speculating, oh, that's going to be Star Lord's father. Um, you know, he's going to be the king of Spartax, and he's going to find his heritage. No, Kurt Russell's name is Ego. Yes, he's one of the, uh, what do they call those, Celestials? Isn't that what Ego is? No, no, no he's the living... Ego, the living, living planet. planet. yeah. That is crazy wild to hear. So Wow, it, I guess I totally missed that. How did I miss that? I don't know how you missed that. That's <laughs> that's big news. That's world news. I know! <laughs> On a world scare. That's planet-sized news. I'm such a bad nerd right now. <laughs> no, and, and that, I, I, I mean, besides the many other, you know, small nuances of... Uh, 
this or that. Um, really, that... Oh. How is that going to work? Well, obviously they're going to go and try to destroy the planet and probably in, introduce a Nova Corps, hopefully, and... What, you're still thinking? I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I'm just thinking of Kurt Russell as a, a living planet. I would live on Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, uh, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy save the galaxy, and so, because they're Guardians right, of it. Right, of the galaxy, uh, yeah. No, and they've crossed uh, Ego's path many times. I just, this kind, that kind of came out of left field, and for people that have heard that before... Where the fuck are you getting your informants from? Because I would totally love to yes, no subscribe shit. to those newsletters. No shit. We, I would love to have our fingers that far on the pulse that we can break news before it happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was that was kind of uh, All right. cool to hear. Yeah, no, from, that's, from the, that's exciting. Um, so kind of good news, sad news. Um, the new seasons of Jessica Jones and, and The Punisher and Daredevil won't be coming out till 2018. Wah, wah, wah. And it it's the reason why it's because Netflix got the full schedule, pretty much. Yes. So it's sad, but it's for the best reason, because they're introducing new properties. Yeah. Uh, everyone kind of has already known the schedule of shit coming out, but we're also hoping maybe one of those could get their next season within... Uh, 2017, right. but just with the way things are going, right now we have uh, Luke Cage coming out in the fall, um, then come spring is, is Iron Fist, right. now that you have all four of the properties, um, they're going to have the Defenders, yes. which will come out summer or fall, and part of that reason why is because it was contractually obligated that they had the Defenders come out in 2017. Oh. So, they kind of needed to get them all on board for that pushing out all the other ones beforehand, which is why they kind of then move in this slate. But then, as they've done two seasons each year, it looks like then there'll be three different properties a year going forward. Right. And which is awesome. Mm-hmm. That means we're not going to have as big a gap in between series. But I am kind of wondering, who, who's the bad guy? For, like, the Defenders? Defenders? Yeah. Oh... Who could be the bad guy for the defense? I mean, I want to. I mean, take... they're like we're essentially they're heroes for hire, aren't they? Oh, Luke and uh, yeah, and Iron Fist, yeah, and I Misty Knight's gonna be in it. I mean, I, I, it's it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be different. It's not gonna be Avenger style because they're saving the universe from stuff. So right. it's not gonna be alien invasions. Probably something more down to earth. Kingpin, maybe a drug cartel. Kingpin I'm guessing the sure, hand, yeah. but. I don't know, the, the trailer for it was kind of, uh, it was a teaser trailer, most definitely, and it was, I, I liked it. For Defenders? Yeah. yeah no, 100% it was a teaser. There was, there was well, nothing. Well, there was nothing except for just the, the <laughs> word. Peeling off pieces of a poster or something. But it was, it was, it was cool. I liked it. And it was, was I, was I right? Was it Stick? Is that who I could hear talking at the end of that? Talking to them about how... He wondered how they were going to take care of the city when they couldn't take care, of, even take care of themselves. You know, I'm not sure who it, it was. Sounded it sounded like it, it might have been. I could see him bringing people together. He's tried that for mm-hmm. other things. What did you think of the Luke Cage trailer? <laughs> um, I, that's the only one I didn't watch, actually. What? I know. I know. I watched the the shitty Defenders teaser trailer okay. and, and Iron Fist. Well, hey, well, we're just going to talk about some trailers right now. Um, we'll start off with some of these for Netflix and go into some sure. of the bigger ones. 
uh, the Luke Cage one, just badass. And this oh, is kind of imagine. we're speculating where he's coming into the Defenders is, I mean, the other people kind of have their weaknesses. Well, no, Daredevil gets his ass kicked all the time. Yes. I mean, so Luke Cage, he's bulletproof. He, and that's yes. pretty much what the trailer was, was him getting shot up, taken off a car door, slamming people. I mean, who's going to really fuck with him? So it's going to be interesting, like I said, who they come together to defend or, or whatever. Right. Uh, it's always surprising to me that they didn't use him more in Marvel. With I guess maybe he is overpowered a little bit. but Yeah, so <laughs> that one was a really cool one. Uh, Iron Fist. That was, I also, that was a, the Luke Cage one was obviously a lot more because that's coming out soon. The Iron right. Fist was really kind of, I'd say, more of a teaser trailer. Yeah, just it, kind of showing him... The plane crash, mm-hmm. yeah, the monks, yeah, him punching something through a wall. Yeah, according to you and Derek, though, wondering why he wasn't Asian, I mean... <laughs> okay, that was Derek. I said, I know very little about Iron Fist. <laughs> still, still annoys me. But I love that they're, they're asking, you know, who is Danny Rand, and it's, yeah, I, I'm really hopeful to... Well, they kind of showed him use a little bit, like, to... Then you like blow out the, the he, he punched something through a yeah, wall. Yeah, wall. So it's kind of showing a bit of what he has. Right, you but can it punch things through a wall. Can you punch things through a wall? Yes. You can. Yeah. What the fuck? What are we doing here? When, when, <laughs> when that wall is made of cardboard, <laughs> or it's a sandcastle wall. All right. Um. No, so I'm really looking forward to that. That is going to be more origin. Obviously, um, showing how he came about, they probably have to establish that a little bit more since they've already they haven't shown him yet. And with Luke Cage, they've already established right. who he is. They're not probably going to get into where he came from. Well, yeah, and they already went through like his wife dying and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So there's not a lot that needs to be said in there. Um, I think the other uh, big one. Now this is where we kind of div- divert from the comic books. Uh, Kong Skull Island. Okay. Holy fuck, man. That, I'm kind of, after, well, I still kind of love the old claymation-type movies, like uh, Journey to Center of the Earth, The Time Machine, King Kong, all those back in the day, uh, those type were, Bajira. were the, you know, you can you can tell they're freaking fake. And I always look at, how do those people back in the day look at that and think that's real? But they did. Right. And because like, it was new when they had never seen anything like so it before. So they just imagine that that's real. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, this Kong looks real. fucking scary. And I have to say, the one that uh, came out a couple years ago with Jack Black and stuff, I thought that was a pretty decent one as well. I thought it did as well. pretty good. Um, I mean, you know, people kind of panned it, but that I thought was a good Kong. This Kong, though, looks like five times as big. Yeah. And part of the reason why, plus, it, it it looks like they're trying to do more destruction on this. This It doesn't look like they're trying, at least from the trailer-wise, just capturing him. Maybe it's a hunt. I don't know exactly off it's going to follow the same stupid plot storyline right. that every single Kong well, movie if has. Well, if it's going, so I reviewed the Kong of Skull Island. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't review it. I did it for Booze in a Book a couple yeah. weeks ago. So I'm wondering if it, that is like a precursor to the movie. Because that went into the whole, they used to use Kongs as, like, gladiators, and they make them fight each other and stuff like that. I so. do know, though, this is obviously, the reason why this Kong is so big, it's because they're also trying to set up the whole movie monster franchise, and eventually him fighting Godzilla ah, in a movie down yes. the road. 
So... Tony's got a boner right now, thinking about it. Yeah, Kong-sized boner. <laughs> I call it Godzilla. <laughs> uh, wow. uh, another good uh, nerdy type thing, uh, which is another a remake of how many of these movies do we need to see, uh, King Arthur, The Legend of the Sword, where... Yes, with the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's a Guy Ritchie movie, which is very exciting. And it looks very people dying a lot. It's almost like a Game of Thronesy type. It looks like a Guy Ritchie movie too. Grit. The side cams and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's it's one of those things. Like I said, it's I, I really thought the one one of my favorites of King Arthur movies because, like I said, there's so many of them. Two of them. The Disney old Sword in the Stone. Oh, yes. That's my favorite. But most people don't really revolve their movies around the Sword in the Stone. They already kind of have King Arthur having that and then the Knights of the Round Table right. coming up. Um, I mean, you know who created the Round Table, right? Like, historically? Yeah. Probably not. Circumference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tony. Um... <laughs> With the other one was the wow. one with Sean Connery. Oh, um, I think that uh, is it just called Camelot. Yes, it? Okay. it was. Yes, that that was a good one. That because there's so much lore around King Arthur, right? You know, then with uh, Lancelot, and then the you know the what do you call it? Stealing the wife and everything, right? Um, yes, adultery. That's the word. There I was you trying go. To find. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this one obviously looks like the rise of King Arthur. Um, right. A little more action-y. Some dragons in there. For sure. Um, yeah. It's got Clive Owen in it, which I thought was interesting, because he was also in a... He was King Arthur in that one movie where it was supposed to oh, be, like, yeah. a more realistic portrayal of that what happened. That one, too, was that kind was good. of good. Yeah. But, like I said, it's another one of those things where, like, really, but looking at the trailer, I'm already, like... Yeah. Jump. Well, they had a whole TV show about King Arthur, and, I mean, it, it has been done to death, but... You know, you can do that stuff to death. There's always new ways to look at things that aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay, I'm going to save this one for, for next. Um, one of the ones that I was, I've really gotten into my Harry Potter side, uh, but seeing more of Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, yes. Yeah. And I'm wondering, the new book comes out... Uh, yeah, probably when we post this, the the new Harry Potter book's going to hit stands. Isn't that the one that the play's based, based on off of? Yeah. And that's where I'm kind of wondering how... I mean, obviously it's more of the lore, so people are going to want to be reading that to catch up. But anything Harry Potter, it's it's crazy. World building. And then get, stepping back into that world. Like, when I went to Florida and went to Harry Potter World, I was like, this is so geeky, awesome! <laughs> Got my, my butterbeer, yeah. um... It's a magic, which wasn't real beer, unfortunately. No, it's like butter, like butterscotch, beer, but it's butterscotch, but, right? Yeah, I still, I said Sounds I got delicious. Beer. Yeah, yeah. probably why the kids could have it while they're at Hogwarts. <laughs> yes, of course, their drinking age is probably whatever. When you're a wizard, like, yeah. serve me. Um, but no, Fantastic Beasts, where to find them? That was a phenomenal trailer, and really looking forward to that movie. Yeah. Um, this is the greatest trailer ever. Now that I'm going to mention. Legends of the Hidden Temple. 
Oh, Jesus. I did not watch that. Trailer. You did not watch no, that? No, because I really could care less. <laughs> really, I could too. I. It looks like it's a made-for-TV movie. The, the concept of how they're doing it intrigues me, so please. And I don't even know if it's really getting a theatrical release or it's going to be on TV. But I'm actually going to watch it for as terrible, corny it looked. Yeah. To take the basis of a, a game, game show on Nickelodeon. Yeah. And have these kids go to this Wonder World, uh, like, uh, amusement park, jump the fence to go to this hidden temple that was in there, and then somehow get transported to... So, like, a it, Tron ripoff? <laughs> they, get, they didn't get put in a computer. They got brought back to a ancient <laughs> Mesopotamian... It's like a King, King Arthur's yeah. court. <laughs> but towards the end, when they all of a sudden show the statue god of Omek... That's where I'm like, yeah. And, of course, they see a green monkey in there. So oh. there, that's the cheese factor going okay. on. There's yeah. a lot of it. <laughs> but for a person, yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, there, there, there were a lot of uh, movie trailers being shown. Um, I think the last one, though, to mention, to be a little nerdy, uh, was the whole... Um, not Suicide Squad. What's that other thing that that DC keeps trying to make? But oh, you it mean... just it just off the tip of my tongue. Like they tried to make a movie that sucked to bring all these people together. Avengers. Yes, that is that. Oh no, no, that's Marvel. Yeah. Who? What is it that they're trying to build up to? They're trying to create their a, own their own a, superhero team. A, a league. <laughs> a league of justices. <laughs> <laughs> Extraordinary gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Justice League trailer, it, I have two reviews for it. One, it's got me intrigued a bit. It has I, me I, more excited than Batman v Superman did. Yeah, oh yeah. Looks pretty uh Fucking uh, Jason Momoa. Yes. Aquaman. Holy uh, fuck. Aquaman yes. looks badass. Yes. And what he does to Bruce in it. So that's my first kind of review of the trailer and how hyped I am for the movie. The bad part of the movie is it was a direct ripoff of pretty much... Uh, it's Batman's Nick Fury, essentially. Yes, going around. <laughs> but even more so, I want to say a little bit more of a Tony Stark. Uh, I'm rich. Yeah. I do these things. I'm Batman, I'm Batman. And you should come join me. The interaction that reminded me the most uh, was when he was talking to Flash. Oh, so like Iron Man and Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Hey, oh my kid, god, you're right. <laughs> come come work come work for me. I loved that. So if you guys haven't watched this, spoilers, you should have watched it by now. I don't know why you haven't. It was awesome. My favorite part of that whole thing is when he throws his batarang. Batman throws the batarang and you know, Flash just kind of steps to the side and watches it go by and he realizes he realizes at that moment that that's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know before that, but at that moment he's like, "Oh fuck." That's a, that's a bat. That's Batman. <laughs> I saw a screenshot somewhere, and someone enhanced it. Uh, uh, you know, Law and Order type enhance type to zoom in. Yeah. And on the background, on one of the TVs was Rick and Rick Morty. Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Which they made an appearance at San Diego Comic Con. That was hilarious. Which was also hilarious. But back to Justice League. Um, mm-hmm. I I it made me excited to see it. I'm. I mean, this. I don't know. It's amazing that they've got that much shot already that they could pull together this much of a trailer, and they just started shooting. Yeah, but uh, 
They didn't just start shooting. I mean... It was after Batman vs. Superman came out. So, spring? I guess it's been a couple months. Yeah. Usually you can get most of your big scenes, so... Right. Talking together something. Um, one of the things uh, also that was mentioned, so we're going back from uh, Justice League, but one of your favorite people that you're so happy to see in it, which is Flash, is also going to be joining Suicide Squad. Wow. The movie. Yes. Not Suicide Squad <laughs> <Yeah>. itself. <laughs> nope. Uh, that is, besides uh, Ben Affleck's Batman, which has already been seen in the trailers right. and been confirmed now that that is kind of in there, um, he's also been billed on the, the cast. In cast is an appearance of, of, or order of appearance, since he's down towards the, the latter half, he's going to probably show up at some point. What what he's in there for, I don't know. But it's kind of cool to... They are trying to build and having some... It just sucks sometimes when you give the cast list out and then you, I know. you see that. Because that would be a good surprise it would be. in the movie. That's the thing that... I love technology and I love being able to find this stuff out. But I do miss being surprised. Just in general. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but also, this does go back to the whole Tony Stark Batman thing. <laughs> so right. those two guys are now in this movie too. Like, hey, let's go have a quick team up. Yep, that's funny. That is such a you. Uh, I didn't. But even actually, think though, about it, that. actually, no. Actually, now that I think of it, because in the trailer for Justice League, which has obviously happened afterwards, right? Um, Bruce obviously going around as Bruce, so he's introduced himself as Batman to everyone. Um, Pretty much knew that this kid was Flash, and as you said, throwing the, the yeah. battering at him to make him do his Flash thing. I almost bet he underst- learns who Flash is from Suicide Squad. Oh. He's going to somehow find that out, and that's going to be kind of the click of Batman saying, oh, there's more supers than just me and uh Well, but they knew Wonder because Woman. of the videos. Yeah, the video, but... He was monitoring the Flash. That's, yeah, that's true. Well, they ha- he wasn't. They had those files that they sold that had the had the Flash, Aquaman, Yeah, and that was the stupidest Wonder way Woman, to kind of throw them all in the Cyborg, all But it. maybe this is him see- seeing them physically for the first time, and then he, like, runs away before he can say, hey, join my league! <laughs> <laughs> and then, hey, stop! Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Because because it would it has to be something where they he doesn't hasn't met them yet right or if he meets them as Batman and so he doesn't know that Bruce Wayne when he comes to recruit him is then Batman and then because Flash kind of seems to be like oh when he says it's Batman or the battery like yeah you're the so the, I don't know it, I think <laughs> hopefully if they write it well it could be some good yeah. interconnections between I think the two. it'll I think it will be and like and and as we discussed with Jeff Johns now being in charge of that whole. DC Entertainment thing. I think that he will probably do a better job of tying that shit together. So, at which I mean, the other preview that came out was the full Wonder Woman, the new Wonder Woman preview. Which, oh my god, so I'm so excited to see this movie. Actually, well, okay, before getting into that one, uh, I do love in the Justice League trailer though when she was asking if uh, Aquaman said, <laughs> "Did he say join?" More or less. What, was, yeah. Was, was it more, more or, or less? less? <laughs> Last. <laughs> like, he said no. Great. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> but Wonder Woman, that that is, yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh. They're doing good. They, it looks amazing. And then there's that one point where she's walking with her lasso and it lights up and I'm like, yes, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> it's very exciting. And uh, the, 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 there's going to be, I love that there's going to be more humor in these movies. That, I think, is the one thing that these movies have been missing is 
humor. Well, that's because they tried to make a more gritty, realistic right. world, and it's like comic books, comic being the first word right. in that. Well, plus, yes, sometimes life is shitty, but we still enjoy to have a good laugh mm-hmm. every once in a while, so lighten up. Yeah, Batman. Just don't, and you don't need to force it. Though. Right. No. Make it come naturally. Yes, exactly. Um, so something that's going to get the the interwebs in a frenzy was there was a Walking Dead interview, and it may be revealed who may not have died by Negan. Mm-hmm. As someone uh, asked the panel, um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was up there with Stephen Ewan, uh, Andrew Lincoln, and Norman Reedus. Uh, they he asked you know Jeffrey Morgan uh, who did Negan kill and he replied uh, no one's sitting here and then kind of laughing wait was is he is he's he obviously serious? joking but at the same point was he being serious you can't say shit like that in a panel and not expect people to be like oh yeah oh that's that's a he just gave something away. Well, here's the big thing, though. You know it's not Rick. So, I mean, that's, well, yes. that's a given. Yes. But it's the two other people that is, that... Which is what... It, so that, so that, yeah. are what everybody thought it was So then is he the red herring saying it's not them? Wink, wink. It's one of them. Right. Wink, wink. God, I hope not. <laughs> I know, but I it's... I want either one of them to die. <laughs> and, yeah. I So, that was kind of just like a... Why did you say anything? I wonder if AMC approved him saying that before he said it. Because they've been really weird about... I mean, they get weird about people just trying to guess it on the internet. Yeah. Uh, and they, then there's one of their stars is like, oh yeah, it's not any of these people. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they didn't say, hey man, if someone asks you because they're going to ask you, you should kind of do a wink and say, no one up here. Yucka, yucka, yucka. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. <laughs> How'd that go again? No one up here. Yucka, yucka, yucka. <laughs> Alright. Um, one of the other fascinating stories, though, um, about Walking Dead is hearing that uh, Ezekiel is going to be within the next season. Um, that is telling news mainly because that's a whole other story arc. I okay. mean... So, for those like me who don't read the comic book... Go out and pick them up. Well, just you give should. me give me a brief character synopsis of who this person is. Okay, so Ezekiel is one of the people who is a founder of a large encampment called the Kingdom. Okay, and he is the badassness because he has a fucking tiger with him as his pet. Okay, um, getting into backstories of where everyone came from is part of kind of the. story the show and everything um, in the comic book, but he was worked at the zoo, and when the zombie apocalypse happened, obviously having some repertoire with, with the tiger, uh, came as pet, and right. also his badass killing machine. He's He-Man. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much so. <laughs> That's his battle cat. Yep. So, uh, to hear that he's going to be included... It really is like they're they're going through some stuff fast. And I'm thinking he's going to show up towards the end, which means they're probably going to conclude the the Negan story arc. Um, so is Negan not in the comic books currently? Oh no, he is. He's okay. captured. But like the war between all of them took a good while okay. of kind of storytelling within the pages that you could spread out. But they're coming up quickly to where they are comic books. Like they're gonna. 
George R. R. Martin it and yeah. overcome the comic books if they keep going so quickly. Like I wouldn't think the kingdom was gonna come in until the season after next. Right. And like maybe be the teaser at the end, which very well could be it what could this be, reveal which is. Which is like with Negan on the, in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um but that also wasn't really he uh Jeffrey D. Morgan wasn't also cast until towards the end of the season right. to not give it away. Um so to have this already been mentioned, um Interesting. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I wonder Okay, so that's it from San Diego. That's all that's all we got. I I don't know if there was more, but that's all we got. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some booze news on you. More so job opportunity. Tony, I think either one of us would be really good at this, but the Smithsonian Institution is hiring its very first ever beer historian. So your job, literally, if you, they get hire you for this job, is to go around the country and catalog all the different beers from all the different parts of the country, drink a shit ton of beer, write about beer history, and this is all going to be stored for prosperity at the Smithsonian. Okay. Hire me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, why... They're, they're also doing it with, like... Uh, local farms and stuff like that so it's not just beer that they're they're adding but um how awesome is it how awesome would it be to be the beer what's your job oh i'm the beer historian at the smithsonian (laughs) okay that's awesome um but the other thing that i saw that i thought was disgusting was um over in europe they are and i i've heard of people thinking about trying this but they've actually used urine to create beer over there. Like, literal, like... Why? They re- they're recycling it. To, to Why? <laughs> because... I mean, oh, they, they put some weird shit in some, I, I know, like, we were just talking earlier about a couple of them that asparagus we... Asparagus. Asper- and then the pig bones. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. And, we, and I had one that had something disgusting before. Oh, oysters, which just... Oh, yeah. The a, the people what? at the hideout talked about how they, they small batch tested a hot dog water beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love booze, but some booze does not yeah. need to be created. Some, some booze is created more equally than others. But why? It's the, so, you know, I mean, it, it, there are people out there who are thinking about the future when there may be times when water is not so plentiful. So they're, uh, they're collecting the urine and then they're boiling it out so that the water evaporates and all the bad stuff does not come through the filter. And then they're just using that water to, to brew beer. They're calling it from sewer to brewer. That's the name of the beer. But I've heard about uh, there's a concert venue, and I don't. I think it's in Kentucky um, that wants to start doing that. They want to collect all the urine from the concert that the one big festival that they have, and use that to then brew beer that they can serve at the next festival. I don't know who really is going to want to try a big cycle of. No, I mean, I understand you can get a lot of impurities out and filter and mm-hmm. everything. It's just, no. <laughs> I, well, you know, people used to drink, um, uh, the reason why people started drinking beer and wine so much is because water was so shitty back in the day that it, oh, yeah. it, that was the only thing that would that was safe because yeah. alcohol killed all the 
bacteria. So, you know, I mean, maybe it's well, not I, so bad. Yeah, I guess, though, so, uh, piss is sterile. It is. You so. could drink it. Bear Grylls does all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they need to name the beer. <laughs> the Bear Grylls yeah. edition. <laughs> So if any of our local brewers come out with a beer that's called the Bear Grills, we know it's pea beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I do have one uh, quick, uh, also it's not really Comic-Con related, but kind of cool because it's from growing up. Um, the old uh, VH Classic uh, channel is now going to be retitled MTV Classic. <sighs> And it's going to focus on the shows of the 90s, like Beavis and Butthead, Daria, um, like Pimp My Ride. Um, Pimp My Ride was from the 90s? Oh. Yeah. I thought it was early 2000s. No, I think it started Did in the 90s. Did it start in the 90s? Yeah, I thought I saw, I watched it in high school. I'm just, I'm really excited uh, about Daria. Are they going to play music videos? Clone High. Well, okay, so I guess it's not all just 90s, but it's going to have a lot of it, because, I mean... Well, MTV Cribs, that started in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, Ian Flux. I mean, pretty much their whole liquid television um, is going to be kind of the whole uh, focus around with a lot of other just nostalgic stuff. And why not when you don't have to do a production budget to make any of these things? Right. You're just going to be re-airing old shit. Um, but to revisit some of the real worlds or the road rules... To see some of those challenges. That would be awesome. Oh, my nostalgia radar is going I know. off. I know. And that was the time when I spent a lot of time in front of the TV. So I have a deep connection to those. Last big thing is uh, The Killing Joke uh, came out recently for a theatrical lease, uh, release. It, it killed it. <laughs> it did. <laughs> kind of. The numbers seem like it didn't make a lot. Um it made three point eight million in the two nights. Right. That on a normal big tentpole weekend would be probably one of the worst openings ever. However, this debuted on a Monday and a Tuesday night. Right. Limited releases. Animated, which generally the budget to make those is not high. Yeah, and the screening time for or how many screens they had, um, and how many times they showed it, probably only one a night at at these select theaters. So that is though killing it. Yeah. In the sense of for a movie that was supposed to go to direct to DVD, um, and doing this, heck yeah, and that proves to make a few a little more adult contact. And I, I missed out on going to see it. I did, but too. I'm going to be one of the first ones to purchase it. Yeah, uh, I think it came out Tuesday in the stores. Okay, so I think it's out. I'm not 100. percent I don't work no, at the video you're, store you're, anymore. You're wrong. It's coming out. Well, technically, if you listen to this on Tuesday, as a posting, <laughs> so it did, if you're a late listener to the show, it did come out on Tuesday. Okay, next Tuesday? Yes. No, this, the past Tuesday, because if they're listening to, to it... it late. But if you're listening to it when, today, we, to, when, we, when post we post it, it tomorrow. it's tomorrow. But if you're listening to it late, it was last Tuesday. That's why we just needed to use dates. Yeah. Whatever August next... second. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, man. Uh, let's wrap this up. You got a booze in the book? I do. I picked up uh, Tales from the Dark Side, number two, this week. Uh, I'm loving this series. It's from Joe Hill, the son of Stephen King, and uh, Gabriel Rodriguez. Both of them worked on Lock and Key. Uh, The CW ordered a bunch of uh, scripts from Joe for Tales of the Dark Side reboot they were going to do, and he wrote, like, four seasons worth of 
of scripts, and then they canceled the series on him. So he's just had these stories festering inside of him since then. So they're doing like a short six-issue run with some of the scripts from his uh, Tales of the Dark Side series that he was going to do. And they're they're really good. I'm not going to get into the story. They're each one, each issue is a separate, like it would have been a separate episode, like on Tales of the Dark Side, how each one was a complete different story every time. Um, so that's the way this is kind of running, too. There's like an underlying factor in all of them that kind of ties them all together, but not, not anything huge. Um, but reading these books makes me want to drink something dark and spicy because it just kind of gets me in that sort of mood. So I've been drinking um, a beer called Firestarter with these, which is a Chipotle porter from Right Rain Brewery. Um, it's I don't usually drink porters in the summer because I think they're too heavy, but the spiciness in this one totally, like, it evens you out. I don't know what it is about it, but uh, it makes it less heavy, and it's nice and spicy, and and it totally just gets you in the mood for some, some dark, dark shit that goes on in these books. So pick them up. Check them out. They're really good. All right. Yeah. Um, Oh, I totally want to go back in for another 10 minutes to talk about the Lego Batman trailer, which I forgot to talk about. <laughs> oh, no! That was so fucking good. Um, but instead, go watch that trailer. I can't wait. The other Lego movie coming out in a couple years, but this one will get me by. So with that, in uh, <laughs> my best Batman for your quarterly, it's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Batman. <laughs> Or should I say, me? <laughs> oh, man. Stay thirsty for uh, movie trailers. You can find Drunk on Comics on Stitcher, iTunes, the Points of Interest Podcast Network, and now featured on Podcast Detroit. 